Okay, so it's been uh, two weeks since I've done my Daily Cyber. A uh, lot's going on. My name is Brandon Krieger. I am the host of the Daily Cyber. I'm a cybersecurity account manager for Usado and really talking about the truth about cybersecurity and what really goes on in our industry and what's happening. So grab a coffee, grab a tea, and let's hack at it. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, USADO, the Canadian-based cybersecurity company that provides 24-7 cybersecurity support and compliance service that align their customers' tolerance for risk, their clients, suppliers, and government contractual mandates. USADO's teams focus on using insights to drive business decisions. There's no need to leave strategies to chance when insights can be used to show what should be made and how to make them. USADO offers multiple services to help companies Simplify centralized cybersecurity management and meet compliance standards. USADO can customize their service to work with your existing IT network and programs. For more information, contact USADO at info at uzado.com or visit their website at www.uzado.com. Okay, so a lot going on. Uh, I don't know if you're in the GTA era where, or wherever you are. Uh, comment uh, depending on... Uh, where you're watching, if you're watching this, Twitch, YouTube, uh, if you're watching on LinkedIn, Facebook, comment below. Let me know where you are in the world watching this because it'd be really interesting to kind of see what you're, you're, how you're handling the pandemic and everything that's going on. Uh, I know for me, I'm in the general Toronto area in Ontario, Canada. And right now, because I'm in the major city, we're locked down, uh, which basically is a very restricted lockdown of what we can do, where we can go. Uh, there's only certain things that, uh, for shopping, health, health related, if you need to go see a doctor, anything on the line. But other than that, yeah, it's kind of really restricted of what you can and cannot do. I think the last numbers that I read that, you know, for, uh, connecting with people and getting into sort of a, a meeting, I think it's, uh, five or less right now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and then they don't want you to, uh, really kind of associate or, or connect with people that are not part of your family or your household right now just because they're trying to limit the spread of the pandemic. So a lot going on right now in the GTA. Uh, right now it's a 28-day lock as a lockdown as of Monday. Uh, so a lot going on right there with just kind of everything that we're looking at right now and uh, when it comes to the GTA. So it's a lot. It's a lot kind of to deal with a lot happening right now. And I think uh, there's a lot of restrictions that people are now starting to kind of try to figure out what to do. Uh, and I bring that up today is because it's really important because when we look at uh, companies and organizations are trying to figure out, okay, so now we're locked down again, uh, retail, uh, hospitality, what do we do? Like, what do we do? How are we going to maintain our business? And I know I've been talking to small organizations and companies uh, from healthcare in the sense of barbershops and salons and restaurants and things along that line they're going like what do we do what and how long is this going on for i know some of the rumors and predictions that it's going to be going on longer uh february or march of 2021 just because of the winter and the, the cold season and flu season 
and the you know people getting sick over the, those time frames that the numbers could increase and their immune systems could be weaker so a lot going on there so love to hear again where you're from how you're doing through the pandemic comment on the side i uh, just want to give you a recap uh, last week i didn't do a podcast i actually uh, made a mistake and i don't know if you guys have been doing this i upgraded my system my mac uh my mac uh, macbook pro uh to big sur and i thought okay you know what big sur it's great a lot of functionality new security measures perfect i mean it's going to help me kind of lock down lock down my system and be secure i w- didn't put on my it hat i didn't really kind of think it through i just was like i got lots to do let's get this update and let's kind of move forward well then what happened was as you're probably aware of I actually got locked down a few applications. Uh, OBS was one of the live streaming applications that I use to be able to do this podcast, to be able to do this for everyone. And it didn't work with Big Sur. So a lot, it came up with a huge amount of error codes and what, what, you know, what you couldn't do. And it was just uh, a mess. And that was my responsibility. I didn't do my due, due diligence and I didn't kind of look at what I needed to do. So over the week of uh, last week, what I was doing was I was troubleshooting that. So what I was going through was with OBS support of how to modify uh, some of the files, some of the cache files to make sure that I can get OBS up again and start doing my live stream because my live stream podcast, I think, is very important to provide information, provide value, uh, educate the community on cybersecurity and something I'm really passionate about. So I got that up and going. As you can see, I'm doing this. There's a few modifications uh, you'll probably see on the side here, if you're watching on the videos, there's a box there where it's supposed to be the chat. Uh, Restream chat doesn't work right now on the OBS because they're, it's the browser setting or the browser uh, configuration in OBS is not working. So a lot of things going on. And I think this goes down to planning and, and change management, right? And I, I want to kind of bring that back kind of full circle uh, because I compromised myself. It was all, all me. Uh, didn't really, I was rushing on these other areas and didn't think it through and through not thinking it through pro- uh, properly and planning this out. I took myself down for a week. It happens. I mean, it's minor. I No loss of revenue, no loss of, you know, no people were affected, no puppies or unicorns were harmed in the, in the, in this issue, but it just goes to show that planning is so important when you're looking at change management and you're doing all that because you can actually compromise yourself in not playing this properly, right? And they say, if you plan to fail, you you fail to plan, or you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I think that was the cliche. So very important to kind of look at that and just make sure. I just wanted to kind of give you an update there. Um, Pandemic-wise and what's going on there. Oh, uh, another thing I wanted to add and just kind of share with you guys. Everyone's under a lot of stress right now, right, With, with going on. Don't make any changes without you know changes to systems changes to your your environment whatever you do unless you are sure of those changes uh the reason why is because a lot of us are doing it and i just made that mistake with obs are doing it out of urgency oh i gotta get this done because i have like 30 things on the plate so just let's get it done if you're at that point take a step back especially whether you're looking at any types of technology configurations anything like that take a step back have a team member to collaborate with you to support you ask you hard questions, do all that to make sure that you're making your changes, you know, correctly in the right time frame, patch management, testing, things along that line. Uh, it's so important to do that right now is because 
we're so under pressure. We're so under the gun financially, business, relationships, family, friends, whatever that may be. And we're really kind of acting a lot of times in urgency. I got to get this done because I have other things to do. I, I made the mistake. I did the same thing. Took myself out with OBS. So something to kind of really keep in mind that all of us can do it. All of us can run into that challenge. It's just now debriefing, reminding ourselves that we can we can take control and make sure we do the things the right way and not make the same mistakes. So that's really kind of important. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I'm just seeing it more and more. I'm seeing it time and time again where people are urgently kind of getting, trying to get things done and then things are happening that shouldn't have happened. And that's kind of where, where I've happened or I made that mistake with OBS. Uh, what else has been going on with me? Um, this lockdown. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been interesting to kind of look at it in all aspects of it, how it's really affecting people in the general Toronto area for just, you know, my demographic and the people I know in the community that I know how is when, the, when it, it started the lockdown, it really looked at, how are people going to survive? We already had one kind of lockdown, which was, I think, three, three months, three, four months right, at the start of the pandemic. And now we're on our second lockdown. And now people haven't really recovered. And now it's like, what do we do? Like, what, what happens now? Like, I've already suffered from the first lockdown. Now it's the second lockdown. How is this going to how long is this going to last? And how is my business going to sustain? And you probably kind of ask, OK, how does this relate to cybersecurity? How does it relate to, you know, what we're talking about daily cyber. Well, you look at business continuity, you look at supporting your environment, you look at, you know, your community, you look at how we relate as a community and working together. That's all part of security. We're networked together and we collaborate together. And it's all security in that sense, right? It might not be technical security, but it's more administrative uh, network security in the sense of networking with people and individuals and making sure your community is protected and safe. Right. Because, again, it's collaborative. Right. We all work together in some way or another. We all, you know, have some sort of relationship with each other, especially if it's us, us business people that are working on this level is if we can provide support, we can find guidance, we can help people while they're struggling. It helps them sustain their livelihood, their business, their employees, uh, their customers, whatever that may be. And it supports the economy and supports everyone else. So it's so important to have these discussions now as times get tough, as times struggle, that we support each other through this. And it's, I think it's essential. And this is why for my calls and everything that I'm doing through my emails, that's my focus is how can I help? How can I help with your, with your business, your, your cybersecurity pl- uh, program? Is there any business questions that myself or my team, the people I work with, be able to answer just to provide support and to be able to do this? Because it is not easy right now, no matter where you are and what you're going through. Some people are struggling and going through harder situations. And let's talk about like when you look at the CISSP, the highest thing that you look at kind of in security is life, right? So you look at people with health issues, with concerns on that that side that are really going through that. And then you kind of look at, you know, the things down from that, their relationships, their family, you know, their, you know, their finances, their well-being in their house, everything like that, their you know, their bills, all that is so important to make sure that you're helping people to maintain that because it just keeps them healthy and you'll be able to work as a community. So that's why I bring in the CISP because the first thing you look at is they talk about anytime you're looking at security programs, you look at life. Life is the most important thing. And this is no different from talking about security now. And we're really looking at when you're protecting your business and you're protecting, you know, the solutions, the technologies, you're protecting people at the end of the day. 
right? The or, the organization that could be your board of directors, your board of managers, your C-suite, your and then all the way down. You're looking at how can you protect them with the technologies, the administrative controls, the technical controls that you're putting in place to protect everyone. And that's clients, suppliers, uh, vendors, spon- you know, sponsors, whatever that may be. You, you, there's so many uh, variables in that that you're looking at to protect. Right? And it's all kind of circles around people right? and the business itself. right? So I, I add that in just because it kind of gets in that mindset, trying to guess thinking that you know as we do these security programs, that we're doing that, yeah, they're, it seems we're deep in the mud. We're looking at the technology. We're looking at the administrative controls. We're looking at compliance. We're looking at the documentations and contracts and all that. But the why, why are we really doing it? What's the bigger picture? Right? And then you look at you know the conversation I had uh, with my boss, uh, last week and the week before, a lot of times these these you know C-suite board of directors are looking at revenue. How can we sustain our revenue? How can we keep building? How can we support the company through our efforts of revenue to make sure that we're sustaining through the pandemic? We're helping. We're growing. We're you know you're, and a lot of companies don't want to maintain. I don't want to say maintenance, but they want to keep growing. How do we keep growing? How do we keep paying for you know our overhead, our staff, you know the things that we need to do, and that's by revenue. Make sure that they're maintaining their process, their systems, and their solutions, and then growing the revenue constantly, keep growing. So something to kind of think about, and something that was really interesting for me to kind of get my mind wrapped around. Of that's the importance of why business really look at cybersecurity solutions is to protect themselves and to keep growing, keep growing time and time again. So that's kind of what I've been going through on that side. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that I wanted to share with you. Oh, lots going on on the cybersecurity side. Uh, December 7th, we have our meetup coming up. It's uh, uh, going to have, I think it's two or three guest speakers. I have to confirm that. If you go to meetup.com, I'll actually have it in the description uh, below uh, after. If you go there uh, and uh, under our group, you'll actually see we actually have some guest speakers that are going to be pretty amazing. Uh, one I know is from the Toronto Police, uh, and they're going to be talking about cybersecurity and protecting yourself through the holidays. So really, really important to kind of look at that. Uh, and then we're going to have another guest speaker that I'll talk about after. And it's going to be the description again is in the, going to be in the meetup. But again, the goal for uh, for myself and uh, James from Terra Nova is really to provide value, uh, talk about defense in depth, uh, and how people can protect themselves using cyber, the cutting, leading-edge cybersecurity solutions to be able to be protected. And I think it's so important right now is as we keep having these conversations and we keep learning from each other and we keep sharing because that's how we grow. That's how we implement and strategize these good systems and be able to say, okay, what's working for us? What's not working? How do we evolve? And that's a team effort. It's just us being able to share. Uh, this morning, I actually got contacted with another uh, colleague who's asking me to do um, some shorter uh, videos, right? And what's happening with my 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 shorter videos right now is that they're going to be just kind of timbits of cybersecurity tips that we're going to be going through. And through that, uh, it's just going to be a quick, you know, here's a tip, here's some things that we're seeing, and then kind of put it out there. And from what I'm understanding, it's going to potentially be weekly. I might change that to be daily uh, just because the amount of things that we need to look at and the things we need to do is so important. Uh, just getting some messages here. Uh, James, oh, James is saying that we're going to have three speakers. So we're going to have three speakers for the um, 
for the meetup. And then uh, someone on Twitch is asking me to listen to their song. Uh, th- thank you so much for the offer. Um, I don't know if your song's on YouTube. Let me know. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you want me to listen, put it on YouTube and I can uh, check it out. So that's really kind of going, uh, what's been going on with myself, that the meetup, uh, just really kind of getting out there, really helping organizations, uh, protect themselves and really do that. I think it's so important is to look at how we can collaborate, how we can get out there, how we can share information when it comes to cybersecurity and just keep getting out there, keep going, going. Uh, starting in December, I'm going to have more guests on the show. I've been reaching out to uh, more experts to be able to have them on the show and just be able to talk about what's going on in the industry, what they're seeing. So that's a recap of what I've been working on, what I've been uh, looking at. I'm going to talk about two articles, uh, news articles that I was uh, looking at uh, today, which I think is really important to really uh, look at, you know, what's going on in the environment, what's happening in, in today's you know, you know, environment of trends of cybersecurity and, and we're looking at it right now and I'll just bring it up here. So what you'll see is uh, this is the three steps. So it's from Dark Reading. Uh, Vinay Sinara, uh, I think they pronounce his name correctly, uh, wrote a great article when it comes to uh, three steps a CISO can take to convey strategies to budget, uh, present uh, their budgets and their presentations. So, what we're looking at right now is we're at the end of you know Q, uh, Q4, uh, end of the year, uh, people are re- really looking at what to do for their cybersecurity budgets, right? And then kind of looking forecasting for 2021. And there's many factors going on right now. One is the unknown. What's going to happen? Well, what's really going to happen in 2021? How is that really going to look, right? So that's kind of the first and foremost thing is that, okay, you've, we've got a lot going on right now. Uh, with the pandemic and the challenges that so how do we make sure we have business continuity we're budgeting properly and making sure that we're maintaining our business po- our cybersecurity posture right and step one is gain an understanding of the organizational cybersecurity posture so having assessment being able to look at what is your current posture look like and what do you think you need to implement to improve on that posture Right, and this could be, and they're talking about in this article, they're starting to observe uh, uh, comprehensive visibility of risk to the organization by utilizing artificial intelligence, deep learning tools. Uh, so they're giving you kind of steps like that. Um, vulnerability assessments, penetration tests, uh, security gap assessments, things like that will also help too to be able to give you an understanding of where's your current posture and what you need to work on. And having your team or an external team do that to be able to say, okay, What's your industry? What's your business? What's your compliance? And what? Where are you? You know today, and where do you need to be in the next six months to one year? Right? And then drawing that roadmap out. Uh, step two, they say build a, a board presentation. So talking about like where where are we on the cybersecurity spectrum? Uh, quantify cybersecurity across the business. Show progress of the risk trends. Where do we want to end up? And then how will we get there? Lay out a plan, like a roadmap of, of doing that. Now, through step three, they talk about developing a 2021 budget. So this is where you get like a lot of companies that you're, you're going to be working with right now is you're going to get budgetary numbers right now. Trying to plan out, okay, what do I need you know, in 2021? And how do I you know look at the budgetary numbers that those technologies or solutions are going to align with 
with the entire budget that I have or estimating that I'm going to need for 2021. So it's really important to kind of look at that now and strategize what's that going to be cost and then have a little bit of a wiggle room or an understanding of if it needs to be modified, if it needs to be adjusted as you're going, right? Keeping your costs as minimal as you can with the wiggle room of what if there's a reduction in business? What if you have to lay off people? What if the now the business and the board of directors say, okay, well, hold on, we're, we're having a procurement freeze right now. What does that really look at? So it's so important right now when you're looking at uh, those different areas of your budget to make sure you have a little bit of a leeway right now because we don't know. If this was normal times, I'm sure you'd leave kind of a little bit of a, uh, a wiggle room for, you know, different spend. Maybe you kind of give yourself maybe 15% or 20% of, you know, just open budget just in case you had to purchase something in the year, whatever that, that sweet spot is for you. But now, not just a spend, it, now you don't know how the business is going to be doing. So now you have to look at changing that to make sure that you're modifying in a way that you have that that little bit of gap that you can kind of say, oh, great, like I need I need this for compliance, right? For example, say you need um, you need a vulnerability test or a pen test because that's something that you're you're doing each and every year and you need to do that to kind of meet your compliance. So with with doing that, the main important thing is that you have that done to meet your compliance. Well, if you don't have the budget, now what do you do? Do you lose your your certification? So you have to kind of make sure that you have a little bit of a leeway to make sure if the bu- if the business takes a financial hit that you still have that you know financial window that you can pay for things that you need to get done. So very important to kind of look at that. So that's very important to look at when you're looking at you know the steps to as a CISO to do this. Now don't get me wrong. I mean if there's more steps. Comment below. I'd love to hear from actual CISOs that are working the field, doing this day in and day and out. I'm just kind of giving you my overview from what reading this article and from what I've t- been talking to people about, what some of the things that we're having discussions about and what we're going through. So I think it's very important to evaluate that as you're going through to make sure that you're on on track. You're on track to make sure you have everything you need. You have your budget. You're ready for the board presentation and and presenting what the, you know, the solutions are, the technology, the trends, what you're going to do, the the budgetary numbers that you're going to need for 2021. But also in the presentation, I would actually state that, you know, and this is just my recommendation, is that I'm leaving a window right now for this, just because of forecasting for potential uh, downtime because of the the pandemic. I want to make sure that we meet these types of um, compliance needs, uh, solutions, strategies, just so we don't lose out on our compliance because our compliance could affect our clients. And I'll just use this as an example. There's some that, uh, some industries, some companies that they need compliance to be able to sell, promote, and do their business. And if they don't, they might lose clients. So I'm just going to say, for example, PCI, say it's PCI compliance. Well, with your financial and all the information you're taking, if you lose out that compliance, it could affect your revenue. So having that in the actual presentation to associate to revenue loss is so important, right? And maintaining the revenue and maintaining the growth. When we do this, you know, vulnerability test and we do this and we meet our compliance, it continues our revenue growth. If we don't, we can lose revenue. 
something to kind of keep in mind as you're having these conversations. Now, like I said, if you're a CISO, this is common hat. You probably do this time and time and again. If you're not and you're kind of getting ready to present to companies, this is things that to think about the CISOs are having discussions about. So something to know on both sides. Uh, give me a second here. I'm going to bring up the next article. And I think it's re really important when we look at kind of some of the things that are going on. Now, James just uh, responded back to me saying that uh, what we're going to be having for the the meeting is we're actually going to be having uh, the police are going to be giving warnings of cybersecurity risk and scams uh, through the Christmas holidays and to kind of pre uh, prepare you for any Christmas scams or things that are going on. So you're well aware of anything that is, might be happening uh, through through Christmas and, and really kind of be prepared for it. So it's really important to, to have that. Uh, give me a second here. I'm just working on this. Yeah, what I had to do for restreams, just so you guys know, uh, I actually had to, I, uh, before we could, I could bring up the browser, but now because of uh, what's going on with uh, restream, I can only bring up images, so I captured an image. So what you're going to see here, uh, as I brought up this article, is how retailers can fight fraud and abuse uh, this holiday season. And I think this is important, like, and James was just talking about this when it comes to, you know, companies looking to protect themselves. As we kind of look at scams and things that are happening, and I've heard one that was happening, I think it was last week, uh, a colleague of mine uh, was calling a company for support. And what they did is they looked for the company's uh, support phone number online. And through that process, as they were doing that, they found an exact replica of the company. The website looked the same. The URL was a little bit different, right? A little, some numbers or letters and numbers were changed. But other than that, everything else was uh, the same. It was interesting to be able to kind of go through each and every aspect of as they showed it to me after, like you literally think it would be that that company's website and they called that company and they went through the process of giving that person remote access and doing that, but they caught it very quickly, which was great. Um, they were able to say, okay, look, you know what? This doesn't sound right. Let's stop this call, delete the, the remote session. But what happened was they got to the point where I would say they got, you know, pretty much compromised where they called in, they download some software, uh, log me in rescue, and they were able to get access to the person's computer and they were able to start, start to walk through. And then what happens is they caught them quickly and said, uh, -uh this is not right. Stop the session, delete the software. And then they got their computer clean. But you can see how, you know, they made a mistake of kind of going through that process of getting out there, uh, not knowing the right contacts and just, you know, being in such a rush uh, to validate that. Now, it happens. And again, this is, again, why cybersecurity awareness training is so important in this day and age uh, to keep training your team, your staff, like ongoing, right? Especially with the harder times. When things are, now here's my belief on it. When things are easy, training's fine, right? Training's fine. When things are hard, training needs to increase, that's when people are going to make mistakes. When they're stressed, they're overwhelmed, things are going on in the environment, the economy, things along that line, 
that is when people are going to be even more stressed and they're going to make mistakes. So now let's talk about the holidays. I'm going to bring that kind of a little bit full circle back into the holidays. And this article here is how retailers can fight fraud and abuse this holiday season. And I'll put the link uh, below uh, in the comments. And they're talking about a lot of the things that, you know, for them to be aware of when you look at the pandemic has a significant impact on retailers across the spectrum, right? Looking at brand, looking at grocery stores, big box stores, anything along that line. And then, and it goes through like different things to just be careful of like when getting breached. Uh, I know there's a massive attack right now on retailers, uh, retailers and schools when it comes to ransomware. Uh, and it, it talks about, you know, having caption codes on websites uh, to secure any of the authentication or logins making sure that you have encryption. Uh, and this is something that I'm just kind of adding in. I'm uh, just kind of uh, briefly just recapping this. And I think the the one thing that I'd recommend, uh, just kind of re- uh, uh, phishing attacks, making sure, and this is where it comes back to cybersecurity awareness, uh, just like phishing and malware uh, target employees, users also under attack images and inf- uh, infected URLs are being shared to websites, social channels to take consumers to malicious pages, to steal payments, info and accounts, credentials. So to give you an example here and talk of the, about this out in, in a full kind of attack uh, methodology is what you'll have is someone will go, Hey, look on, uh, now I'm going to pick on Facebook here. Say there's a Facebook ad saying, Hey, you know, it's 20% off uh black Friday sale right now. Right. And it's going, okay, you need to buy these, you know, buy one, get one free, 20% off. Click on this link right now or click on the banner and all of a sudden you'll get to the site. You click on it and you go to the site and what happens, it looks exactly like that company. No different. They've scraped the site. They enabled to, they put up another website. But if you're smart enough, you'll look at the URL and it won't be the same. It'll be something different. And then you'll be like, okay, well, if you pay attention, you'll see that. But if not, you might go through the sale process. You might click on something, you might buy it, and you might edit in your credit card number, and then all of a sudden you hit send, and then all of a sudden you're, you're like, oh, great. You get a confirmation email saying that it's going to be sent. And then you're like, okay, great. I bought it. And now you wait. You're like, okay. Now what happens in the back end? Who knows? They get access to your bank account. They get access to your credit card, whatever that may be. They start charging things on it. And now all of a sudden you're, you're, you've been compromised. Right? Or they might have your username and password. And here's another thing that people make mistakes on. So you might enter in your username and password. Some people, not saying you guys, but other people, enter in the same username and password they use across different platforms. So it's john at gmail.com. Password is 12345. And that's one they know they're comfortable with and they add it everywhere they go from their bank account to online shopping to streaming, whatever that may be. That's what they use day in and day out. Now, what happens is they enter that information and now that person, the hacker, has access to their entire profile because now they can go through each site they can find that they've associated with and just try that username and password. They could try Netflix. They can try different bank accounts. They can try their service provider, whatever that may be. They go through that and now they, they look at getting compromised. So this is why it's so important for one, cybersecurity awareness training, two, being aware of where you're shopping. Right, going to the source, right? If you have, I'm going to use Nike as an example here. But if you go to Nike, Nike.com or Nike.ca, and you're going to shop there, then what's happening is that you go directly to the site. They'll have the promos. They'll have everything that they're, they're selling there. And if you see it on Facebook and all that, 
go to the site, go to Nike.com, go there and go, okay, well, if the, where's the promo? If it's not there, then I would really like, now it's gone to 80% question. Is this real? All right. Is this a real, you know, promotion that they're having? So when you're going online and how retailers can do that is they can make sure that one, they have an education uh, process of training their, their, their customers on, if you go to our site, here's where the promo is. You know, click on our website, go or go directly to Nike.com and then have a little bit of a waiver. If you see this on other sites, please let us know. Have a, we have a fraud department that can be notified. And be aware that we are having challenges and issues that people are, are copying our ads and trying to take advantage of, you know, our great customers like yourself. That, I would say, is so important in this day and age of, of retailers do that is because it's educating, they're helping to educate their community on best practices. So that's kind of my recommendation kind of going forward when it comes to uh, cybersecurity awareness training with the holidays. There's going to be a lot of scams coming out. There's going to be a lot of things happening, uh, especially because people are overwhelmed right now. And as we know, when people are overwhelmed, they make mistakes. Things happen, right? And people kind of go through the process of not really paying attention because they're so overwhelmed it's not because they're not detail oriented and i want to be very clear it's just because they're overwhelmed they're overwhelmed with everything that's going on so it's so important right now for us to keep reminding them in every aspect if it's the retailers and emails that we're sending if it's us that cybersecurity people are, are constantly inundating them to the point where they're like people are getting annoyed about it i'd rather have someone tell me off you know brand screw off i know this and and then remember versus saying i didn't know I wish someone would have told me, right? I'd rather have them be upset with me because I keep hitting this point home than someone saying, okay, I've no, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know I shouldn't be doing that and get caught and get compromised. So that's my take on that, on, on just this information, just kind of going over and over again. Now, I'm just going through the comments here. I see Rod uh, comment. Uh, he would like to go through. Uh, Brandon, would it be great to grab time and discuss better the security group initiative and the manifesto? Yeah, Rod, let me know. Uh, message me. Uh, let's go through that and see that, how I can help you guys help you out and help the, the group out. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's any other. Uh, Z Varlas, I think that's the individual. Thank you so much for the YouTube link uh, of your music. Are you, Is this your music? Did you produce this? Uh, and let me know what is it that you like me to listen it for? Are you listening just to get exposure or is it something that you are wanting me to use in my videos? Let me know. I'd like to kind of get a little bit more deeper on what, what you're, what you're looking for here. So right now, and I want to kind of start to slowly close this off. Um, there's a lot going on in the industry, a lot going on with cybersecurity, uh, a lot individuals and companies are doing right now. If you have any questions, please let me know. Let me know. I'm here to help. I'm here to provide guidance. I'm here to kind of, you know, collaborate, you know, get my team involved, the team at Usado, to help and, and provide as much value and information as we can to support you, especially through the pandemic and all the challenges that, you know, everyone's going through. Um, so it's a lot. It's a lot going on right now. Um, depending where you are, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch, I see here. Uh, LinkedIn. Let me know uh, if you have any questions right now. I'm going to be here for another couple minutes and then I'm going to be ending off the podcast. I'm just trying to see here. Uh, I'll bring up the actual uh, meetup.com. I'll bring up the the meetup group. 
I'll just tell you guys the name. So it's meetup, uh, meetup.com, and there's Cutting Into Cybersecurity. Oh, actually, sorry, hold on. Uh, Daily Cybersecurity is mine. That's the Daily Cybersecurity community. That's my group. Uh, we have, and the one that we're going to have the event on is uh, Cybersecurity Defense in Depth. That's the one that I'd recommend you guys check out. That's the one that we're going to have the Toronto Police then the warning about and educating about cybersecurity threats through the Christmas holidays and how to protect yourself and all the different scams that are going on, uh, anywhere from physical scams to uh, online scams. I'm sure we're going to be talking about all, kind of all the different things. It's, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, we're going to cover a lot of information. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else. But yeah, so go to meetup.com. And then it's uh, cybersecurity defense in depth. Uh, again, I'll put it in the comments below when it comes to the notes. I'm just going to see here if there's any other questions that we guys have. I know there's a little bit of delay too, so um, perfect. Well, guys, you know what? I'm going to end this off now because I can see that uh, we're coming close to the end. Just give me a second here. So, guys, thank you so much for coming along this journey. Uh, like I said, there's a lot going to be happening with, with me in the sense of doing my daily podcast, live stream. I'm going to try to punch out uh, week uh, daily little tips when cybersecurity. If you're following me on LinkedIn, follow me on LinkedIn. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be posting them there. Uh, we've got the meetup group. A lot of education going on there when it comes to cybersecurity. Having experts come in to really talk about cybersecurity defense, things that are going on that side. And then I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to add in there. I think that's it. Please let me know if there's anything I can add, anything. Oh, uh, in Daily Cyber, more experts uh, in December. Got a couple great ones coming up. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the dailycyber.ca. Go in there. If you want to be a guest, uh, you listen to this, you're like, you know, I, I have, you know, some information, some solutions I'd like to talk about. I just want to talk about the industry and, and share. Let me know as well because I, I, I want to just really keep growing this out and help as many people as I can learn about what the trends and what's going on with the cybersecurity out there and just keep learning. So that's it for today's Daily Cyber. Don't forget, software is hackable, being connected is vulnerable. I'll see you next Daily Cyber.